Welcome to MGM Resort's NBA Summer League action. We're here for day number three for the 8 o'clock showdown between the Portland Trailblazers and the Los Angeles Clippers here at the Thomas & Mack Center. I'm joined by my wonderful co-host, Alicia Solomon. John Harder Phillips here joined by my wonderful co-host, Alicia Solomon, and we're super excited to bring you today's game. Yeah, we have uh, two teams here who are in a bit different of a transition. Uh, Blazers are trying to see what Dame is going to do, but here in Summer League, they have a lot of veteran players. We're trying to make a comeback, and we have the Clippers here who have a lot of young guys uh, trying to make a roster spot. So let's see how this tips off. And the Clippers win the jump ball. They're working around their first possession of the game, starting to set things up. High pick and roll action. We gets kind of stuck over here. Another high pick and roll, and we'll see with the floater. No good. Back to. No whistle, and one. Nice, and I, I think with the Clippers here, you know, coming off of a loss on Sunday, they kind of just have to get to it earlier. Uh, in the third quarter, they kind of made a comeback, but I feel like setting the pace early for them is the key here. Definitely, and Jay Scrub starting us off with an and one basket here at the line, shooting one free throw. Uh, Clippers up 2 nothing with 9.33 to go in the first quarter. And it's good. Clippers up 3 nothing. Trailblazers looking to answer here to start the game. A nice little uh, boomerang action leads to a, a three, no good. Correction, it's good. A bounce around the rim and it's good. Not enough early here, you know, they, they set a nice pace on both teams. And so let's see how this goes. Quick steal, it's a transition bucket for the for the Trailblazers, nice. another dunk right there. Michael Beasley coming, you know, having experience in the league prior and coming from overseas, trying to make a comeback here. Let's see how he can do, and let's see if he can make a roster this season if that's the ultimate goal. Yeah, definitely, and then we have we see here some uh, the Clippers working the ball around the perimeter, uh, trying to get a, a good look. Quick little Euro step, no baskets, no good, and out of bounds. Kenneth Reed, there you see Kenneth who was nicknamed the Manimal for a reason. He's gonna go after those rebounds. And so he's another guy that the Blazers have here that has a veteran status. And we're trying to see what's the comeback. Corner three was missed. Trailblazers now bringing it up. They have, they have a quick drive to the basket and the whistle is called on. Clippers, Clippers forward. Foul called on Keon Johnson. That'll be his first personal foul. Yeah, and Keon here was acquired from the Knicks on draft night. Uh, he played for Minnesota last season. And we have here. First one's good. That brings the, that brings the Trailblazers lead to 6-3 to three, uh, with 8.26 remaining in the first quarter. And let's see how this... Second free throw is also good, bringing the lead to uh, seven to three. Um, and the Clippers will look to answer here uh, with Keon Johnson bringing the ball up again. Uh, Keon Johnson, freakishly athletic. Uh, what are your thoughts on him, Alicia? Uh, yeah, Keon, like I said, he had good points uh, for Minnesota last season. And, you know, he came from Tennessee. I think uh, he can be a piece that the Clippers may need coming up in the season, so we'll see. Definitely, and here on the other end, we have a foul called um, on the on on the Clippers, uh, sending 
the Trailblazers to the line. The Trailblazers getting uh, drawing a lot of fouls, uh, getting to the line early in this game. Yeah. And CJ played for uh, Portland last season. You know, played 30 games this year and just averaged over two points. But you know, Portland is in that transition phase where they're trying to keep Dame. You know, we have to see how they play out the pieces that they got this season. And let's see if CJ can, you know, show us a little something this summer league to see how he can get in the rotation next season. Blazers still perfect from the free throw line, extended lead to nine to three. Uh, but we have now Keon Johnson, uh, the ball's out of bounds, but it still remains Clippers ball. Yeah, CJ playing the corners there. Again, it, it, this is uh, two different teams in, in the summer league because typically they're, they're coming off of bad teams. Yo, quick inbounds play, basket's good. With a quick back screen, uh, Keon Johnson's able to score the layup, uh, the reverse layup, and it's good. Now we have the uh, Blazers lead cut to four. Quick stagger screen up top, leads to the Kenneth Fareed layup, but it's blocked. Shots going back the other way. Uh, Clippers in transition, quick floater, no good. Manimal with the rebound, wow, that was aggressive. Yeah, Manimal's always on the rebound. Here we go, quick look off for the three. No good, Riles in and out. Manimal with the offensive rebound, puts it back, gets there his rebound again. again. Another foul for the, another foul for the Trailblazers. They're really getting after it and they're really looking aggressive out here. Gotta take a line from the New York famous Mike Jackson. Mama, there goes that man. I mean, he's already showing early that he, this is what he does. He gets after rebounds. He's gonna be that gritty player that, you know, Portland's gonna need this season coming here in the summer league. What, what more do you want from your vet than a guy coming out here, right, so, so late into his career and really putting this much effort out there? Yeah, and again, it's, it's different for Portland because they have a lot of veteran guys. Ultimately, you have a lot of young guys in the summer league. So this is a different, this is, this is a different look of how the game's gonna go. Definitely, and then we have the pull-up jump, mid-range jump shot here. Little, little, little um, mix-up at half court. Trailblazers for three, Riles in and out again. The, tra uh, the Clippers, uh, the Trailblazers looking incredibly unlucky from distance with a lot of shots coming in and out. Back, Clippers try to look back to and they do. Jay Scrubs, another triple, bringing him to six points on the night. Yeah, and you know, Scrubs is a guy who played for Minnesota last season too. Uh, we'll see. Uh, he was traded to the Clippers, so we'll see if he makes the roster this season. Trailblazers looking to get after it. Quick little isolation up to the top of the key. And we have a foul call on the Manimal right under the basket. Again, okay. that's where his, that's his house is. So if anyone asks where Kenneth Reed is, it's by the basket. That'll be his second though, and they'll take him to the bench. Subbing in, we have Amir Coffey out of the University of Minnesota. Yeah, and you know, he was in summer league last year. Um, he started 44 games for the Clippers this season. Um, he didn't play the last eight in DNT, but you know, the Clippers, they have an ultimate decision. You have Kawhi, but you got a lot of young pieces that they can go after. And let's see how they prove themselves coming here in Summer League. Correction, coming in was Trendon Wofford, number two uh, on the Clippers. Clippers looking to bring the ball around. Shot from the top of the key, no good. Man will get a re with another rebound. Spin move to the fadeaway shot, rattles out. I don't know if that's his move, but <laughs> we'll see how he implements it. Clippers are bringing it up, down by three, looking to get a quick, oh, nice, a quick pass into the middle of the lane, gets knocked out of bounds, staying here though. 
Yeah. And early on, these guys have set a good pace. We have a timeout on the court uh, by the Clippers. We'll see what they uh, what out of bounds they come out with after the break. We'll see after the break. And we mentioned Kenneth Fareed, right? I mean, he last played in the China CBA League in, uh, tw in the 2020 season, uh, uh, averaging a double-double with 17.3 points per game and a, and, a, and a round 10 rebounds per game. Uh, I mean, outside of that, we've seen him before, played at a high level, obviously, in the NBA, at, in the FIBA World Cup. I mean, what have you really seen from him maybe recently that, that might, might be hopeful that he'll have success here in the Summer League? Well, you know, for these guys, they are looking to come back into the league. And so I think it's a different effort that they have. They already have that experience, like Kenneth Reed. He's played in the NBA, Nats Rockets, he's bounced around. But having that experience is something that's intangible for these guys coming in. And a lot of guys on the young rosters, they're still feeling themselves out. And it's surprising. We still haven't seen too much from Emmanuel Moutier in this game. Curious to see when he's going to get some action and, and maybe uh, leave his mark on this game as well. But we'll, we'll make sure to see, hope maybe see that once we come out of the timeout. Absolutely. Absolutely. The Clippers really impressed with how Jay Scrub is looking in this game. Right, getting to the basket, trying his best with the shots he's taking, and really, right so far, being the only source of life for this Clippers team. Yeah, I feel like they're setting a good pace here. Coming off the, you know, the respective games last last time, you know, the Clippers again, they have to they have to fight their way back, and I feel like this game. They're trying to set the pace where they're going up and down, but they're getting the shots that they want. And so let's see how this goes moving forward for them. And yeah, we're coming out of the timeout with 5.53 remaining in the first quarter. Trailblazers up 11 to 8 on the Clippers. Uh, we'll be taking down out of bounds uh, with Clippers possession. We'll see they set a, a stagger up at the top of the um, free throw line. Get a nice little cut to the basket, but it's stripped. Now Trailblazers are on the break. Bring the ball up, quick pass inside, flow to shot is blocked. Uh, and the Clippers are now on the break. Pushing up the court. With a quick pass up top for the wide open three, and no good. Trouble is crashing the glass hard, uh, hard making sure. Uh, Getting after those rebounds, that's the biggest thing they teach you. Without, without the minimal, and you really without, have to, as, yeah. as, as, it's got to be a team effort. Three guys after it at one time. A lot of good ball movement up the top of the key. The floater Brett rattles out. Clippers with the rebound, pushing the ball again. The Clippers team plays with it, some really good pace. Absolutely. They they kind of know their sets of what they're going at. It's just the execution. Another three-point shot. No good again from the Clippers. But they got to make those shots, too. Once they get you know, open, you got to make those shots down. Both teams struggling from the field with the trailblazers shooting 27% and the uh, Clippers shooting 21% from the field. We'll, we'll see if that improves. As yeah, the hopefully it improves. You want to see some good <laughs> basketball out here. <laughs> Definitely. Clippers on the break now. Let's we'll see what happens. Quick little bump under the basket. Offensive foul is called on Clippers number seven, Amir Coffey. That'll be his first personal foul. Yeah. And again, uh, Amir is no uh, stranger to scoring. You know, he's led his team, the Gophers, in scoring. Uh, his sister Naya actually plays for Northwestern and is in the WNBA right now with the LA Sparks. So he has some pedigree there. Yeah, but didn't work out for him that time as way to the basket. And it's, and it's always great seeing uh, in these summer league action, guys putting their body on the line, taking charges, and making the right defensive play. That's here. what you want to see. Uh, the, you know, these coaches, they're going to go back to their respective teams and let them know, like, hey, this guy was putting his, line, his body on the line. Another day. They really love these double stagger screen options right at the top of the key. Right. Um, we see them working on 
in the middle of the court. Another hook shot, no good, but they get the offensive rebound. This Trailblazers team out of bounds, going back to the way, but this Trailblazers team really getting after on the glass, both defensively and on the offensive end. They're really feisty on rebounds, which is one of the number one things that you teach. And so, good execution by them in the first quarter here. We'll see how that continues, especially when, the, when, when Ken Fouille gets back in the game. We'll Absolutely. Maybe cause some problems for the Clippers. Still 11 to 8 with 4.16 remaining in the first quarter. Uh, Clippers moving the ball around, but not really uh, leaving the top of the key area. With an isolation on the right side. Ball's tipped, ball's tipped, but it's out of bounds. The Clippers will retain possession here with the sideline out of bounds play. Good defense. Uh, the, you know, these, these teams are actually doing, besides the shooting, <laughs> they're doing really well in trying to get their sets. And you can see, you know, how they're going into these, these different sets that they have. The Trailblazers just took out LOB um, for Blakeney, and we'll see how that uh, shakes things up now here uh, with a few minutes remaining uh, in the first quarter. Yeah. Another quick foul call off the ball on Cody Simmons. Um, that will lead to free throws. We're in, we are officially in the bonus. And uh, coming from the G League, Kobe. Um. First free throw is good. Correction, that, that was a three-second violation with the one shot being taken. Uh, Clippers now close the gap to a two-point game with four mi minutes and five seconds remaining in the first quarter. That's a low-scoring game. But Definitely uh. low-scoring. <laughs> we'll see if that improves. Quick fadeaway mid-range jump shot. That might not be how you want to get back into the game. No, absolutely not. <laughs> I don't we'll think they thought that. <laughs> little oh, looks off the three, gets the layup, reverse. Oh, up and under, no good. Another offensive rebound here by the Trailblazers. They're really getting after it. Yeah, definitely. Four and a three. Shot. No good. Clippers are out. Clippers, Clippers team plays with great pace. Foul called a little late, uh, but the Clippers will be uh, sent to the line. Blazers foul number two, Trenton Wofford. That's his first personal. Okay, Trenton commits his first personal foul, and we'll see Coffee go to the line. Yeah, and you know, again, you know, he's coming off of a, a, a decent season uh, playing in, in Minnesota, but he's coming undrafted. And so I feel like a guy like this, he's coming to Summer League to show and prove that he has what it takes to continue to stay in the league. Definitely. He just tied it up at the line. 11-11 uh, with 336 remaining in the first quarter. Wide open to the basket, number 42. Nice. Um, Cody Simmons. That's a good cut out of the basket. Quick little horns action here. We'll see a nice curl by the Clippers. A pass through the defense gets caught up, but they get it back and they score it. Number 19, Jordan. Jordan four with the bat with the with the triple, brings the Clippers uh, lead to one, uh, 14 to 13. Again, low scoring here. It's a barn burner, <laughs> but uh, they have a good pace early. These guys and. Blazers are coming after it, especially in the rebound. They're just trying to get everything that they can. Either, both, both teams are still struggling from the field with the Blazers shooting 22.2% um, and the uh, Clippers stuck at 25%. Uh, we'll see if that's able to improve. Both teams perfect from the free throw line, uh, a, a perfect eight for eight combined. And uh, that's one thing, you gotta make it free throw. So Clippers bring it up. Nice little quick pass, met for the uh, middle of the floor, comes to the corner, and we have number 12. With the Brandon, basket. You know, 
Brandon came back after signing. Another offensive foul here, right under the basket. Yeah, the players sacrificing their body for uh, game possession of the ball. Yeah, we have a, a timeout here, but these guys are getting after it. It's good to see early on, you know, the pace is being set. It may not look pretty, but I feel like coaches are going to go into these huddles and, and let them know respectively that the plays are being set and they just to keep going after it. Definitely. We'll see how they're able to maybe come out and get these off, both these offenses kickstarted here uh, as we uh, join we join the uh, first quarter with two minutes and 31 seconds remaining. Clippers still holding on to now their newly regained uh, three-point lead. Absolutely. And uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, Keon Johnson, the guy that maybe right we started the game. We spoke a lot about his athleticism. Hasn't really shown too much since then. What are you really hoping and hoping to see um, as we come back on, on, onto the floor? I mean, Keon is, he has to be aggressive in, in how he, he goes about it. Uh, he has a, a high vertical, so we know that he can jump off the gym, but it's setting it down to where that he can actually show that he has the IQ to be on the floor. Because jumping off the gym is not going to get you that far. But once you use your, your IQ, that's where the key is for him to move further uh, on the Clippers uh, team. Definitely, we saw some uh, solid, we saw him bring up the ball to start the first quarter. Uh, we'll see if that continues uh, with some with a few turnovers to start the game. Uh, now both teams coming out of the um, huddle to start uh, these next two minutes and 30 seconds of play. Yeah, in these last two minutes, you just gotta hit your shots. Uh, they're not shooting very well, but they're at least they're getting their shots up, and if they're not shooting well, they're getting their rebounds, and that's what the Blazers are doing well. So let's see how this goes forward with these two teams. Uh, you just. Keep shooting until you, 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 you get your shot in. Kenneth Reed still on the bench with his two, with his two fouls. Two fouls early like, on, so he yep. has to stay on the bench. And I get, the Blazers are doing a great job of uh, group rebounding, which is what you want to see when you have your manimal sitting on the bench. Clippers bringing the ball up the floor now. Good pressure up, coming up early um, with, the, with, the, with the pressure uh, by the Trailblazers. Absolutely. Oh, nice slip to the basket and a, a throw down under the rim. By Isaiah Harris to bring Isaiah, the Clippers lead to five. Yeah. What are, you, what, uh, what are your thoughts on Isaiah? Got, right, uh, Isaiah really coming, small play. He's really undrafted. You know, again, a guy like Isaiah, he's showing himself to seem worthy to get on an NBA roster, but you got to do the little things like that. Corner three, and it's good. And it's good. Antonio Blakely with the triple. Uh, Blakely was the leading scorer last last game for the Blazers, so we got to see how he's going to move forward and, and, and continue that scoring for them. Definitely here with the Clippers. High pick and roll again. Nice pass into the middle of court. This time works out for them with the two-point basket. We're seeing we're seeing these two teams maybe show some life on the offensive end. They're that timeout did wonders. <laughs> Thank God. They're picking up, though. That timeout did wonders. We'll see here what the Trailblazers are able to do to answer. Down by four now. Got Michael Beasley going to the basket. Oh, and two, another two-point basket to, to go. We're seeing some lively back-to-back -back baskets being traded. Now, now we're going to have to wonder which team's going to get a stop first. Right. And again, the pace is well for these two teams. They're getting into their sets, and they're executing. That was a miss there, but they're getting into their sets, and that's what you want to see. They're playing with a, little, with a little bit more pace. The ball's not stopping. Absolutely. Uh, and that's the some ball has movement. to move. Can't stay stagnant. Go. Michael Beasley to the basket. Shot blocked. Uh, saved, inbounds, but back to the other team, and reverse layup, foul is called in the basket. Yeah, and you know, 
these two teams, they're, again, on different trajectories, respectively, but here in Summer League, you just got to play hard. And so getting after those rebounds, getting out of bounds, fighting for those, those are going to be, uh, you know, shown on game tape. And we're going to see how this goes forward for these two, these two franchises. Keon Johnson not picking up his second personal foul with the first quarter winding down. We'll see what, what, the, what they decide to do with keeping him in the game. I mean, that's one of your leading scorers here, so you got to make a decision. The first free throw is good. Uh, bring the trouble is within one of tying the game up in the final seconds of the first. We're finally getting somewhere, folks. <laughs> second free throw is also good. Both teams still remain perfect. You can combine 10 for 10 from the line. And once that's the, the key thing. If you're not hitting a shot, make those free throws. Some good, the trouble is keeping that pressure. They're both crashing the glass and they're pressuring out the guards at court. Moving to the middle of the lane, offensive foul called on the, the tra uh, Trailblazers going back the other way. Nice. Uh, Clippers really doing a good job so far of forcing these offensive fouls and, and really, uh, even though they're not maybe getting these live ball turnovers, they're really getting the, uh, the ball back in their favor and going down the other end. Absolutely, and even if you're on the offense, you want to also make sure that you're baiting those players to, you know, go back the other way. See the Trailblazers up here, 25 seconds left, shot clock at 14. Uh, six, nine second differential between the shot clock and game clock. We get the high screen here. See what they play out, out of it. This shot is here. You got Beasley open in the corner. Pump fake, one dribble pull up, and it's good. 9.8 seconds remaining. Trailblazers take a two point lead. Clippers bring the ball up. Eight seconds left. We'll see if they can make something here. Reverse the ball. Two seconds. One. Got it off in time. No good. Trailblazers take, uh, are up 22 to 20 as we go into the second quarter. Um, we're signing off now. John Hunter Phillips and Alicia Solomon so signing off, and we'll kick it over to our to our co-hosts Adam Kaichoff uh, and, and Miguel Cadalgo. Welcome back to the 2021 NBA Summer League from the Thomas and Macarena in Las Vegas. It is the second quarter here as the Trailblazers are leading Clippers by two, 22 to 20 against the Clippers. Adam Kirchhoff here on the call, joined by my analyst, Miguel Hidalgo. 
We're having good basketball here in Las Vegas, Nevada. The action is hot. Now we saw a three by Michael Beasley, the 11-year veteran. I think we're going to see a good, a good second quarter here. Absolutely. And here's Keon Johnson. Back to Preston. Preston at the top of the key. Dishes it off to Brandon Boston on the left wing. Pulls up for mid-range. No good. Pulled in by Simmons. Simmons surveying the court. Gets back to the drive, and he will go to the line. And that will be Trenton Watford out of LSU, who was undrafted this year uh, as a rookie in this 2021 draft. Watford was very aggressive in this play. He went straight to the paint. The, the Clippers did not do a good rotation. Apparently, they called the foul before the shot was made. So we're going to have the ball inbounded on the side. Back to the commentary. Here's Simmons at the top of the key gets it in back out to the right wing and it is going to be Antonio Blakeney on the right wing Antonio Blakeney at the top of the key pulls up for three contested three and it rims out and that will be pulled in by Brandon Boston who takes it up the court little stutter step and back out to the right wing finds a good dish into Daniel Toro, who gets an easy dunk. That was a beautiful ball fake. Once he got the pass into the paint, he just jab stepped. The defense went with it, and he just slammed it down two points for the Trailblazers. Absolutely. And here's Michael Beasley with that little midi on the right, and he's pulled in by Daniel Toro. Back to four on the left wing to Keon Johnson. Keon Johnson pulls up for three at the top of the key, and he gets a four-point play. Keon Johnson for three plus the foul. Michael Beasley fouled a three-point shooter. He did not let him land. A bad mistake for a veteran. And a good shot by this player, number 45. Definitely going to the line. Very important to keep in mind that he's looking for a four-point play. So quite frankly, Keon Johnson showing early showings of what could be an expanded role once the Clipper season starts. He was the number 22 draft pick in this NBA draft. They expect a lot of him. We know he's athletic. Now, can he be consistent with the three-point shot? That's what we're going to see. And he completed that four-point play. Absolutely. And we see that nice shot from Keon Johnson on the left wing. Now gets in to Simmons on the right wing. Guarded, hit by a heavy screen, and foul is going to be called down low. Yeah, they were holding and grabbing. They were trying to do a pick and roll. Once the big man rolled to the basket, they had to hold him down. and now he would have an easy layup. So that's technically a smart foul. They prevent two points, but they have to be aware of the five foul limit here in the second quarter. Inbounded by Eric McKee, and it will be a tipped pass by the Clippers, so it will stay with Portland. 26-25, the game here. The Clippers on the lead, 8-22 left in this second quarter. Eric McKee inbound, gets it in. Receives a nice finish, Keon Johnson pushes it up the court. Nice little dish and it is tipped by the Blazers so it will be a clipper ball on the other side of the court. That was a beautiful block though and on the other end by the Trailblazers, by the Clippers, excuse me. And But they weren't able to capitalize on transition. Defense set up accordingly. Now we're gonna have Jason Preston take the ball out from the baseline. Absolutely, and Kenneth Reed enters the game known as the Manimal and one of the former first round picks in 2011. Olympic gold medals, uh, FIBA World Club medals actually. Ab absolutely. And here's Brandon Boston for three. 
short, and it will be out on the Clippers. But that was a good shot, though. If you're open, the best option that you have is actually taking the shot. Here in Summer League, what we're looking to do is see how smart a player you are. A young roster for the Clippers looking to actually make a name for themselves. So that shot, very good shot, just didn't go in. Absolutely. Sometimes you get that space, you got to let it fly. Yeah, definitely. Beasley calling for the ball on the left wing. Gets it back to Kobe Simmons on the right wing. Screen set by the man, Kenneth Freed. Gets it back to Beasley. And that will be off. Now gets it to Keon Johnson, who looks, puts his head up, surveying the court. On the left wing, guarded by Simmons. A little crossover from Simmons. Trying to do some jab move, a little Euro step, and dishes it off, and that will be a foul called on Kenneth Reed. That was a beautiful offensive play. Once he crossed it over, he attacked the paint. Once the defense got compromised, he just passed it to his open teammate who was cutting. He got the foul, two shots. Now going to a free throw line. Absolutely, and this is Kerwin Roach the second, six four guard out of Texas, undrafted in 2019. This is his third year in the league. He played for a real grande Valley Vipers in 2019-2020. Also, he was a Big 12 Conference All Newcomer in his freshman season, so he knows how to play. Absolutely. Now we gotta see if he can get a role in the NBA. Absolutely, and he goes to the line and misses the first. He'll try to get the second. And Miguel, for this Clipper team, uh, the head coach of the Summer League team is actually Jeremy Castleberry, who was a close friend of Kawhi Leonard's growing up in high school and in San Diego State. So they have that connection, that LA connection is here, not only for the Clippers, but between these two friends. Absolutely, and Kobe Simmons gets a little floater on the left side. And Preston will push it up, guarded by Simmons. Gets a double team quickly by the Manimal. Gets it back out to Keldon Johnson on the left wing. Steps back for three, and that's an air ball. Pulled in by Simmons. Looks up to the floor. Screen set by the Manimal, up top. Gets it for three on the right wing. Misses, pulled in by Daniel Toro. That was a nice boxing out, kept Farid out of the paint, got the rebound. Here's Jay Scrub on the right wing. Gets it back to Otoru, who will pull up for three, and that will be an air ball, and it will be a Portland basketball. The Clippers are being erratic with their jump shot. They have two air balls consecutively. They need to be more effective in their jump shooting. They didn't shoot well the last game. They shot barely 41% from the field, so they actually have to improve on that department. This team has a lot of work to do, but they're so young. They have so, so many athletic players. They can actually pressure the ball get turnovers and get in transition, that's going to be their calling card if they want to win this game. Absolutely. And you see that a lot with summer league balls, just the very fast tempo offense. So sometimes you would like to see kind of more of that movement with some of these younger players. That's why Portland is intriguing because they're a veteran team. They have 10 players over the age of 25, so they know how to play basketball. They play at the high level. So it's a contrast of styles, to be quite frankly. Here's Beasley on the right wing. Dribbles inside. Finds Ellaby for the foul, and he will go to the line for two. Beasley attacked the baseline, and they didn't close out on his right side, so they actually stayed on his left. When the defense got compromised, when that center came through, then the offensive player cut, got that foul, two shots at the line. 
Absolutely, and Beasley is someone with that veteran experience, but something that he's always been able to do is work in the post. Oh, definitely. He was the number two pick in the 2008 draft. He was the Big 12 player of the year in 2008. I mean, he averaged 26 points and 12 rebounds while playing at Kansas State, so we know he can ball. Absolutely, and he had that brief stint uh, with the Lakers uh, right before they won their championship the season before, eventually got traded and rejoined the Brooklyn Nets briefly before the bubble, but ended up testing positive for COVID, so he was not given that opportunity. But he's looking for another opportunity here with this summer league team to rejuvenate his career, potentially. And he's going to play hard to get that opportunity. He, I mean, he's still uh, relatively young. He's still 32, so he can get one last contract here. So he's going to play hard. We've got to see how he transitions into a leadership role with this young team. Whoa! Alley-oop. That was beautiful. Number 16 for the L.A. Clippers. My man's going to give you the name, but definitely an athletic play. We're going to see a lot of that here in Summer League. A lot of young fellas here. Roach the second really showing how he can get up and high flying jams here at Summer League. Now that was a great pass too. They identified that there was bass screen there, so he they went, threw it up, and he got the lobster. But he got up there though. Absolutely. Gotta see that again. And the Clippers will call a timeout as we go to break with 551 remaining in the second. Clippers Blazers tied up at 28. And welcome back here to NBA Las Vegas Summer League 2021. We have the matchup between the Trailblazers and the Clippers. We are all knotted up at 28 with 5.51 left in the second quarter. And as these two teams are uh, tied up, Miguel, what do you like that you're seeing from both teams and what do you think they can both improve on? Well, definitely the Clippers need to be more careful with the basketball. They, they've been kind of sloppy in transition basketball. That's normal for young players. While the Blazers are actually playing very physical, very hard, we see Emmanuel Moutier uh, pressuring basically full court. So they're going to be aggressive. So we have to see in this contrast of styles, which is the predominant style, that one's going to determine who wins this game. Absolutely. And here's Jay Scrub going to the basket, who had a good game against the Milwaukee Bucks on Sunday. And it will be out of bounds to the Portland Trail Blazers. And with this team, again, the Blazers have – 10 players over 25. We have Emmanuel Moody, who's played six years in the NBA, played in China. We got Ken Furry, like we mentioned. He's a FIBA World Cup uh, gold medalist. We have Michael Beasley. They have a lot of players that are looking for opportunities to get back to the NBA. So they're going to play hard and they're going to play smart, which is something that is very important against a young team like the Clippers. Absolutely. And that experience always helps as Kenneth Reed gets the putback layup. 
putting the Trailblazers up 30-28. to 28. Now here's Keon Johnson on the right wing, gets a screen from Danny Oturo. Oturo rolls to the rim and gets a good find, and it rims out from Kerwin Roach the second. And here's Emmanuel Moutier surveying the court, guarded by Keon Johnson. Gets to Beasley, and that is going to be a reach-in foul. Yep. Uh, Beasley was very aggressive once he received the ball. He saw that he may have had a mismatch, so he had tagged Oturo just to see if he could get to the line, and he got that foul. So Oturo is a player that is actually in the Clippers roster, so uh, it's very important that he Oturo gets these reps against these experienced players just in case his name is called once the season starts. Absolutely. And George King will inbound here for the Blazers. Gets it to Beasley on the right wing. Gets a little stutter step, step back, fade away, and he knocks it down. Michael Beasley for two. Michael Beasley can score at any level, so that step back is not surprising at all, but it was a difficult shot, definitely. Absolutely. It gives Michael Beasley nine for the game. And here we are on the other side. It's Jay Scrub. Gets a nice find into Daniel Otoru. Double teamed by Farid and Beasley. Beasley and Otoru, and Otoru will be fouled by Michael Beasley. I'm surprised it didn't call like uh, a travel at that moment. He was double teamed, but he was able to actually get the ball up, got fouled. He's going to the line. Definitely a smart play on his behalf. Absolutely. Daniel Otoro showing that strength against Beasley for sure. And he was really, uh, Daniel Otoro was one of the big, his defensive impact against uh, the Hornets, on, or the Bucks rather, on Sunday uh, really helped propel the Clippers into getting out of that 18-point deficit in the first half. Definitely. We're talking about a 6'8 guy that came out of the University of Minnesota. So he knows how to play, definitely. He was the first gopher to be drafted since Chris Humphreys in 04. So this is going to be a very, very uh, important piece for the Clippers if he gets to develop fully. And Oturu knocks down that second free throw. Here's Emmanuel Moutier up the court. Left wing gets a screen on the left side. Manu Moutier drives to the rim and gets a layup. Moutier is looking good. He looks like he's in shape. He looks strong. He attacked that left side. He went strong to the basket. Got those two points. Absolutely. And here's Roach for three. Try to draw the foul, and he gets the three-pointer on the left side. Corner shot. As we know, that's the, that's the highest percentage shot if you're talking about the three-point range. So definitely a smart play by him. Absolutely. And that's tipped out on the other side. It will go back to the Blazers. Now, the Blazers are, are, again, playing with a slow pace. They're not in any rush. They're clearly f more physical due to the advantage that they have. Again, 10 players over 25, so they have fully developed NBA bodies. So, quite frankly, they're trying to take advantage of the physicality uh, that and the experience that they have. Absolutely. And like you said, you know, the variance in age, you can really see the, the difference in the pace between these two teams. Now, younger teams are definitely going to be running guns because they have that energy. They have that energy. They have that athleticism. So they're looking to get the ball rolling. They want to get, they want to use those fresh legs while they still can. And quite frankly, that leads to a lot of turnovers if you're not careful. And they have to improve that area, especially they're not a jump shooting team. Right. So you can't give other teams blank possessions. You need to be effective with what you got. So quite frankly, the Clippers will keep improving with their reps, but they need to improve. Freed misses both. Here's Scrub at the top of the key. 
gets it to Isaiah Hicks on the left side, guarded by Kenneth Reed. Gets it back out to Jordan Ford at the top of the key, guarded by Emmanuel Moody on the left wing. Double teamed by Fareed and Moutier. Escapes the double team, gets it back to Roach on the left wing. Here's Jordan Ford for three on the left wing, and that is tipped and grabbed by Fareed. Here's Michael Beasley at half court. Gets it to Fareed at the top of the key. Hand off to Moutier. Gets it back to Michael Beasley, pump fake. Back to Moody on the right wing, puts it up for three and knocks it down. Beautiful. Emmanuel Moutier for three. Beautiful ball movement. We see how Beasley did a pump fake. The defense went with him. He just passed it over to Moutier, who was open, and contested three. Here's Amir Coffee on the wing, guarded by CJ Ellaby. Here's Jordan Ford with a little floater. No good. Grabbed by Kenneth Reed. Michael Beasley pushes it at half court. Here's CJ Ellaby. Little crossover. Back to Fareed. Now Beasley has it on the left wing. Guarded by Jay Scrub. Gets a little hesitation. Jay Scrub going for it. Diving for loose ball. Beasley gets it out. And I believe that will. It's Clippers ball. Goes back to the Clippers. But that's, that's the type of defensive hustle play that will keep you on the court and maybe get you to the NBA. That was very smart. Once Beasley's ball went to the floor, he, right, he dove right into it. Got the foul from, uh, from Beasley. So now... They get the ball 37-32 with 2.38 remaining. There is a timeout on hand. And quite frankly, what we're seeing, the, the Clippers have those young legs while the Blazers have that strength. They're trapping hard. We're not saying trapping hard. We're talking about the Blazers specifically. Every time they try to get a switch, both come to the ball. It's very hard to get out of that trap when they're so big. And we're talking about uh, Beasley being 6'9", Fareed being 6'8", they're trapping and they're getting back. So quite frankly, when they're given that type of ball pressure, it's very important for those guards from the Clippers to try to maintain their poise, try to keep their calm, and get the open shooter because there's somebody open when they're trapping you. That's basic basketball. Absolutely. We are certainly seeing that defensive aggressiveness from those veterans on Portland. Now, how important, Miguel, do you think that fostering young talent is for a Clippers team who just lost Kawhi Leonard to a partially torn ACL and they don't exactly know when he's going to be back at the season and someone like Keon Johnson who's so raw he has a elite athleticism but at this point he doesn't have his offensive game polished so how do you think that that helps the Clippers moving forward? Well they have to develop it's like anything you can't just depend on veteran leadership you have to have young legs that can, that can play a role. And that's the important thing about Keon Johnson. He's not going to be the star right away. He's not going to, he may not be the star ever, but he can grow into that role. Again, he, he had a 48 inch vertical in the NBA draft combine. I mean, he's athletic. We know he can jump. Now, can he shoot? We don't know. That's what he has to develop. And quite frankly, with this Kawhi Leonard situation where we don't know when he will be back, it's a great opportunity for him to learn from Paul George, learn from different veterans, get that repetition in, try to be that role player that's trying to fill some big shoes, but do the best that you can. That's the most that you can ask for him. Back on the floor, Jordan Ford has it with two minutes and 30 seconds left. Blazers leading 37 to 32 against the Clippers. Gets it out to Portland. Emmanuel Moody at the top of the key, guarded by Jordan Ford. Surveying the floor, down screen is set by Kenneth Breed. Breed at the top of the key, handoff to CJ Ellaby. Ellaby looks, little double team, tries to shake his defender with a crossover, pulls up at the top of the key and airballs it. Brought in by Amir Coffee. 
Coffee being hounded by the Blazers' defense. Coffee at the top of the key. That defense tough. Looking and he will draw the foul, Amir Coffee. Uh, definitely that pressure defensively that they're doing on the ball, the Blazers is provoking turnovers, is provoking them to be to not be able to set their offense. And not right now, they have 14 seconds left on the shot clock. You don't have a lot of time to actually make a play. These guys are learning. They're learning to play with a shot clock. Most of them come from college. College is 35 seconds at a shot clock. So those seconds that are not there, they have to learn how to use them. So quite frankly, uh, very important that they go through this experience. Absolutely. And here's Isaiah Hicks down low. Gets it once and gets it back and puts his own offensive rebound back in. It's refreshing to see. It's refreshing to see a big man just going straight up, trying to get that bucket, not necessarily kicking out. So very, very strong finish at the rim. Absolutely. Here's Moutier going to the rim, drives in for the easy layup. He's just so strong. He's so strong. He just went straight through the lane, easy layup. Showing off that athleticism that got him drafted back in 2015. Right. Here's Amir Kofi, pops it out for three on the right wing, short. Jordan Ford gets his offensive rebound, puts in a little floater, and that's good. The defense just kept looking at the ball. They didn't notice that there was somebody looking for that rebound. It's very important that you box out to get those rebounds and get that ball back. Here's Emmanuel Moutier with 50 seconds left in this game. Trailblazers leading the Clippers 39 to 36. There's a technical foul. He threw the ball to a teammate. Unfortunately, he got a tech. There's going to be uh, two shots for the Blazers. For the Clippers, actually. I believe the technical will be on C.J. Ellaby. That's correct. And Jay Scrub will go to the line for the technical foul. And in game this close, you can't be getting technical fouls for no reason. That was just a simple foul, and he got he let the emotions get the best of him. So now there are two shots over for the Clippers. We've got to see if they can make them. And Jay Scrub misses that technical free throw. So it's one shot. And well, remember, we were just seeing the Olympics. So the Olympics, quite frankly, they're playing FIBA rules, different. So here in the NBA, you got a tech and just one shot. And in FIBA, you would have that technical foul, and he would get two shots and the ball. Now they're inbounding from the, from the sideline. And Sutter step, and George King gets it in. And it's going to be waved off. Offensive foul on George King. It'll be back to the Clippers. Well, they actually call the travel. So that was more FIBA than NBA. That looks awesome. You know what? Uh, these players have to get accustomed to the different rule changes that we encounter. Again, Moutier played in China, so he played under FIBA rules. He's trying to get accustomed back to playing in the U.S. So uh, very surprising travel, but definitely it was a travel. Here's Keon Johnson, who just checked in the game. And now back to Brandon Boston on the right side, gets the screen, tries to get in and draw the foul, and that'll be an offensive foul. Kenneth Reed took the charge, and an offensive foul will be called on Brandon Boston as the ball will go the other way. And that was provoked by that trap. As you saw, once uh, they tried to get the switch and Fareed got on the ball, he just stepped back, got on the chest, offensive foul. 32 seconds left in this first half as the Blazers lead the Clippers 39 to 36. Emmanuel Moutier, you wonder if they are going to go and try to get that two for one. And Emmanuel Moutier will hold out the dribble, guarded by Keon Johnson on the right wing. Gets it over, down screen, pops it over to George King at the top of the key. No good, loose ball, gets it back, C.J. Ellaby, and it is tipped. Back to Keon Johnson in the open floor. Keon Johnson disses out to Jay Scrub for the left wing three, and that rims out. Short, gets it to George King for the final shot of the half at the half court. Ooh, that was close. Close, he knocks it down, and that will bring us to our 
first half close. Trail Blazers leading the Clippers 39 to 36.
I saw Brett Greenberg and I ran out. What? I saw Brett Greenberg from the waiters and I ran out. Greenberg? He was assistant job. Ooh. I met him at a conference like months ago. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, but he, he looks really nice. He looks like he looks like a 16 year old like nerd. His not everything. Oh, all right. We are back here in the third quarter. Hello. There we go. Back here in the third quarter of action here, Fareed, Kenneth Fareed is going to attack the basket. He will get fouled, and he's going to go ahead and attempt to go ahead and shoot two free throws. He's been so aggressive all game. It's really been um, um, uh, incredible to see uh, him as a veteran, right, show, show, showing the younger guys how to, how to really play physical and how to leave your impression on summer league. Absolutely. As he goes, he's missed the first. Well, see, free throw issues were a problem during his NBA career. We'll see if he's able, if he's been able to fix it up at all, um, preparing for this NBA Summer League. 
Yeah, he has one heck of an opportunity. He has not played last year. Um, a guy that is a 2014 gold medalist as far as the World Cup is concerned with the USA. Uh, he's definitely a prominent player. He could play, and he's trying to get his uh, shot back in the league um, during this Summer League Showcase. All right, here we go. We have a three-point attempt that is no good. I believe that was coffee, if I'm not mistaken. I was definitely wrong, but a good rebound up by Otoru. And he's going to go ahead and score. And it's going to be a two-point ball game with the Blazers up 40-38 to 38 here in the beginning of the third quarter. It's interesting about them, get them uh, scoring an offensive rebound. At the beginning of the game, the uh, Clippers, uh, the Trailblazers, I mean, had full control over the offensive glass um, and the defensive glass. So seeing that they're able to, uh, the Clippers able to get some offense off the second chance points uh, is a good sign for them. All right. Here we go. Another good pass here. A wide open three-point shot on the way from Johnson. He gets it no good. Uh, rebound. That's going to go off to J I don't even see a 40 here. Oh, I don't know. That's weird. Okay. Moving on to, <laughs> to the action. Uh, nice little step away, fade away by Moutier. He doesn't get it. And the scrub, who is not a scrub, is going to go ahead and attack the basket. Left-hand layup, no good, but he does get fouled. So coming into this game, guys, ladies and gentlemen, coming into this third quarter, uh, one of the leading scorers is Emmanuel Amoudier uh, with 12 points, shooting 5 for 7 from the field. And on the other side of things, the leading scorer for the Clippers is actually uh, Scrub, Jay Scrub, as he's going to line for two. He's been pushing the pace all game in terms of Jay Scrub, really uh, pushing the tempo for this Clippers team, getting them out in transition. Uh, he was traded to the Clippers just one day after the draft last year in the Luke Kennard deal, if anyone remembers that. Um, signed to a two-way deal, uh, played the final four games of the season uh, this past year, um, and really did, uh, he was the NGC AA Player of the Year in 2020, averaging 21.9 and 6.8 rebounds per game that season. Uh, trying to do his thing here. We'll see if he's able to continue that uh, this NBA Summer League. Yeah, no doubt about it. Somebody that is definitely not lacking any type of confidence in scrub. Again, he is no scrub. Uh, and and Junior College Player of the Year in 2020, that's a big-time accomplishment for him. As Moutier gets a nice little shot fake, and then he shoots it and knocks it down right by the elbow. Nice patience there by Moutier, seeing him. Uh, to slow down his game a little bit, take control, um, and make things happen. Absolutely. Preston now has the ball. He's going to give over to Coffee. Coffee pulls a wide open three point shot on the way. No good. Heads in front of the rim. Rebound is going to go to Johnson. Johnson gives it over to Arturo for a shot. Interesting now seeing the Clipper strategy taking food away from the basket. He was nowhere to be found on offensive rebound uh, they picked up, and it's showing. It's gonna, that might hurt the, the Trailblazers if, if that keeps up. We're going to have a three-point shot on the way. I believe that was King that missed it. And we have another attempt. That hit nothing but uh, oxygen from LB. <laughs> and here comes the Clippers. Quick three by the Clippers. They're really pushing the pace out here. Yes, they are. As they were not successful as it's 42 all. And we're going to go ahead and get a quick timeout. So the, the coaches want to go ahead and talk things over. And we're going to keep it here. Let's go ahead and talk about the tra uh, Trailblazers. The Trailblazers, what I've noticed when I looked at their roster, it was something really interesting that I have not seen in the Summer League in a really long time. When you're talking about an average of a team's age, right, in the wow. Summer League, you're thinking 20, 21, 22. Yep. They're pushing 26, 27 with some really big-time veterans such as Michael Beasley, you know, even Antonio, Antonio Blakeney, who's 24 years old, and then, of course, Kenneth Fareed, who's 31. 
they're really changing the narrative of the summer league being only for rookies and sophomores, right? Showing how this is an ultimate opportunity for other guys, right? Maybe to get back into the league uh, that might be in their 30s. Uh, just as an opportunity, right? Seeing some of the more as an opportunity to see what kind of talent you have instead of seeing it as just a way to see the guys you're bringing in now for the first time. Absolutely. And, you know, I was talking about some players, especially the younger players, that even though they may not get an NBA job, there's definitely overseas connects that are still here and scouts that are still here to watch. But in the shoes of Michael Beasley, uh, Kenneth Fareed, um, we even say George King, they're definitely not trying to go overseas. They're trying to find their way back into the league because, you know, they've done some pretty good things in the league. Definitely. You were talking about how this Trailblazers team is challenging the norm that we normally see in here in the summer league. It'll be interesting to see if in the years to come, they're one of those teams that are, tra are trailblazers in the sense um, of starting this new trend of allowing uh, older veterans to come in, show your young guys maybe how to, be, how, maybe how to, how to play, show them the ropes, um, and end up, that might end up being a recipe for success down the line. Yeah, that's an excellent point that you just made. You know, lead by example, and that's really good to have guys that's been in the league for, I mean, Michael Beast has been in the league for 12 years. Oh, he's a 12-year veteran, we could say that. And then Kenneth Reed, nine years. So you put those two together, I mean, that's, that's really a lot of experience, especially for some young guys um, such as like a Kobe Simmons uh, and even uh, Nazir Little, right? All right, here we go. Moody has the ball, gives it over to Fareed, and we're going to go ahead and get this uh, basketball game back started again. Manuel Moutier attacks it. He swings it over to, I believe that is King. King shoots a three and he knocks it down. That entire possession is started with a high pick and roll. I'm, I've been noticing the Trailblazers have been starting a lot of possessions with a high pick and roll and just playing off it and seeing their reads. Absolutely, they're doing an excellent job and now they have a three point lead. Here goes Preston. Preston gives it over to Coffee. Coffee in the corner, lefty. Nice little attack. He gives it over. Fumbles it a little bit, but Oturo finds his way up there. No good. Rebound Kenneth Reed, something that you've seen him do pretty often. I got a little scared. I'm not going to lie. I'd be lying to you if I told you I didn't flinch a little bit seeing him go up for that rebound. <laughs> yeah, he definitely grabbed it with authority. As Moody attacks the basket, another veteran there. Oh, finds a wide open. Three ball by Brown. The third is good. They're really starting to catch fire from three. Make, uh, they're really struggling to start the game um, as a team and not really starting to make it their last two. Uh, to put themselves in position uh, to, to put some distance between the them and the Clippers. Yeah, right back the other way. It was Scrub attacking the rim again, and he's going to go to line for two. And I believe in his Summer League debut or the first game um, this year's Summer League, Scrub was the leading scorer for the Clippers, and he's definitely seeming like he wants to take that role throughout the rest of the Summer League. One thing I noticed that was interesting when it comes to, their, to both teams' free throw shooting, in the first quarter, they were co combined 10 for 10 from the line, and, uh, perfect for the entire first quarter. Since then, uh, missing a combined eight free throws co uh, collectively, only making an uh, another six. Um, so really struggling from the free throw line since that start of the, uh, since the, start of the second quarter. Uh, and it's, that's also when they started playing much better offensively. I mean, their field goal percentage shot up at the same time, going up by uh, seven to ten per, uh, percentage points. It's interesting to see that kind of dichotomy of them now playing faster, scoring the ball more, uh, but missing more free throws at the same time. Got you. As uh, Scrub knocks down the first free throw, uh, one interesting fact that I've seen so far and pretty much why the Clippers are still in the game is really their second chance opportunities. All right now they're beating um, the Trailblazers 11 to 4 in the second chance opportunities, and and they're just doing an excellent job of attacking the glass. And not only that, their bench play 19 points from the bench um, for the Clippers, and that's why it's only a four-point game right now. Now, I, I would have to imagine a big part of it must be Kenneth Freed being in foul trouble because to start the game, uh, they weren't getting any second-chance opportunities at all. Once he picked up that second foul in the first quarter, things started to change big time from there on out. And this shows how important Kenneth Freed is for the Summer League team. 
as uh, Brown is going to go ahead and do a little whip-to-doo, uh, dippy-doo, and <laughs> that definitely was, didn't go as planned, and it's out of bounds. It's still going to stick with the Trailblazers on this one. Definitely dippy doing on that one with the ball just bouncing up, up off the ground, up to the top of the backboard, back down to the ground in about 0.2 seconds. Uh, a lot of craziness going on there, but we'll see what they uh, have on their out-of-bounds play. All right, six seconds on the clock with six minutes and six seconds on the clock. Uh, six seconds on a shot clock here. That's going to be Blakeney. No good. Uh, Blakeney had one heck of a game as well. I think only missing two shots, nine for 11. And I believe he had about 24, 26 points in his debut for the Blazers in this first game. Curious shot selection there, though. Dribbling into making the shot much harder for that little floater uh, right there and airballing it. Uh, but obviously uh, shooting really well from the field. Oh, big shot right there. The shot clock expiring. That's a big time shot there by Ellaby. And as he knocks it down, he's now two for five from the three-point line as it's going to be a foul on the play. We'll see now how, how these, uh, free, if these free throw troubles persist for either one of these ball clubs. CJ Ellaby is going to go ahead and pick up the foul. And we have 18 on the clock. Preston attacks the basket. Nice little floater. It's no good. Rebound. That's going to go to Brown. And here comes the Blazers. And Blakeney. Blakeney attacks the basket. Hey. Right Two-handed jam and transition. Good pitch ahead by Moody, but a better finish by Blakeney. We haven't seen too many dunks this game, but that's definitely going to get the bench fired up. And they call timeout immediately. That's yeah. shows. Absolutely. Good court awareness by the point guard. Uh, with Emmanuel Moutier trying to make a comeback in the league. A uh, guy that, you know, took a pretty weird route as far as college is concerned. He didn't even go to college. He decided to go to China and play, and then hopefully that would get him ready to go to the league. And using that kind of method, it, he, he had a little bit of success, but I'm sure he thought he would have more. And, and coming into the summer league, I'm pretty sure that this is a really big opportunity for him. Definitely huge, and like you said, right, not no, being no stranger to playing overseas, getting that experience over there, being a, a, right in his own mind a trailblazer in and of himself uh, by starting that new path for what many college athletes like Melo Ball took after him, um, guys that were allowed to pick the siding to go play overseas. Uh, last year, uh, finished with a double-double with assists, 11 points, 11 assists, uh, showing some offensive versatility over there um, overseas, but we'll see if he's able to continue that here um, on, on this big stage at NBA Summer League. Yes, no doubt about it. I mean, this is the dream. This is the best league in the world as far as the NBA is concerned. And a lot of people have been dreaming to play if, if you have a passion for basketball. And that's what most of these players here in the Summer League are trying to fulfill. Definitely. That is the dream. We'll see if they're able to do this as they come out of the timeout. Yeah, so it is a now a nine-point lead, 53-44. Trailblazers are starting to show their experience. Their veteran presence has been known now, and um, they're starting to go ahead and take control of this game. What is something that the Clippers need to do to go ahead and see if they can make their way back? So the Clippers have to start running them off the line because the uh, Trailblazers might have started off cold from three, but now they're shooting uh, full eight percentage points higher from three than the, than the, than the Clippers. Um, the Clippers really want to hold them off. They have to cool them down a little bit. Uh, stop the water. The water. The water's running right now. Maybe turn that sink off uh, and try to get back into this game. No doubt about it. As we're going to go ahead and get back started again, Scrub is going to take the ball out. Backcourt violation oh, right there. Wow. Got to be yes. careful. Back backcourt violation. 
was not aware, and that's something that you would see for young players in the summer league. That's something that's a very good um, learning experience or a good, good lesson to learn, at least when it semi doesn't count, right? He'll definitely hear it from his coach later, though, in practice. Absolutely. I'm making in the sure film session. Oh, he's definitely in the film session. And go Moutier. And he gets over to Watford. Back over to Moutier. 15 on the clock. We call three seconds. Oh, they're called palming. Wow. That's, that's a call you don't see that often. You definitely don't in the NBA, but they're, they've obviously tweaked the way they're calling some of these um, offensive, both whether it's violations or fouls. Um, and they could definitely call that one there. So what's your thoughts of the difference? Um, no. What's your thoughts on carry or palming? Because there's different verbiage that they use, but for different levels. Well, because, of course, palming is more when you uh, stop the ball when it's in motion, and carrying is more with your hand position on the ball, coming under it to, to stop it from moving. Palming is more maybe uh, when the ball just stops uh, with all these guys and their freakish athleticism stopping the ball uh, before it's on the way down. Another good pitch ahead by Moutier, and then Blakely is again the recipient of that pass, and he goes ahead and attacks the rim, and now the Blazers are up by 11. Uh, down low, inside, it will be fouled. That is Arturo. The foul will definitely go on Watford, if I'm not mistaken. No. I didn't see what the call was. Did you it see was the call? an offensive foul into the basket, a lot of pushing and shoving uh, to clear out some space to go for the layup. I was surprised. While he did have good position under the basket, he was double teamed. Wide open man in the corner. I'm surprised he didn't make that pass uh, for the open triple. Surprise indeed. As the Trailblazers again joining an 11-point lead, Moutier has the ball. Moutier has been a big part of it. He shoots a three-point shot back at the rim, no good. Watford has it. Watford swings it over to, it's going to be Brown, a third from downtown. He hits another one. That's his second, two for two from three-point land. How about that? I'm surprised they left Moutier that wide open. I'm surprised they left him wide open. Uh, the first thing we said was the Clippers need to run them off the line. Uh, they didn't do either, that on either one of those two shot attempts right there, um, right, right after the timeout. There you go, Jay Scrub. <laughs> I guess the rebound on his butt. But, <laughs> but it's going to be Trailblazers basketball as Antonio Blakeney takes it to the rim. He doesn't miss. He doesn't make it. But Moutier cleans up the glass and finishes the play. Definitely. Uh, getting after those, they, like we said, they're getting those second chance opportunities. That'll change the game for them, even in transition. Here comes Antonio Blakeney once again. He does a little Euro step float shot, and it is good. And the Trailblazers are on us. 8-0 run unofficially <laughs> as they're <laughs> up by 17 points, 61-44. He was feeling himself for that when you heard that little We heard it from up here, up in the broadcast booth. Absolutely. Ford has it. Going to give it over to as Johnson. Johnson has a wide open three-point corner shot there by Boston. Brandon Boston hitting a three, getting on the board here. He has That's his first three-point shot. He had now has five. Quick trigger to pull that one right off the right off the pass, no hesitation, right to the bottom of the net. And Watford now has it. Watford, he goes in a nice little one-handed hook shot, no good. The rebound will go to Otoro, and here comes the Clippers on offense. Scrub now has it. They're swinging it around town, definitely working it. We'll see what kind of action they run in. Taking a little while to get into it. As they're going to go ahead and get a foul here on the play. It seems like it must have been like a moving screen. Oh, we got a technical foul called. Really? Defensive three-second call. Three call. Look at that. We're both wrong. <laughs> so the shooter for the technical foul for the illegal defense is what they used to call it. It is going to be Ford. 
for the Ferrari. See now, not to call yourself in the NBA, we'll see how they're able to respond to it. If that makes them a little more hesitant, they'll think twice before putting both feet in the lane. Right, here comes Ford now attacking. A nice little footer once again. No good. He gets his own rebound. It seems like it's going to be a foul. Yep, it's going to be an over-the-back foul. Oh, they're they're, they're still tangled up. They're getting a little chippy down there, if you will. <laughs> uh, good hustle play from both players. One thing I noticed right off the bat, you see how there was no one in the middle of the paint because they were cognizant of that three-second violation. Uh, you didn't see anyone maybe, um, maybe, maybe rotate a little bit late, had that wide-open floater. Um, something that right, might not have happened had that three-second not been called to play before. The game is about adjustments, and that was one adjustment right there. You live and you learn, and the players are trying to do their best in that situation. Here comes Boston now in the corner. 11 seconds on the clock. Boston does a nice little Kobe Bryant fadeaway. He Ooh. airballs it. Uh, Johnson has the rebound. Johnson is looking. He finds Ford. 4-4-3. Four, four, no good. Rebound. That's going to go to Brown. Brown is going to give it over to Blakeney, and Blakeney is going to go ahead and set up the offense for the Trailblazers. I'm surprised that both teams are shoot, was shooting so poor from three um, when, when, when considering the fact that they're getting these wide open looks. Um, they're both allowing open shots, but they're both also, uh, they're, the other teams are both missing open shots. Yep, that was a three point attempt by LB, no good. Uh, Scrub now has it for the Clippers. Give it over to Ford. Ford is attacking, he's probing, find Scrub. Scrub, one dribble pull up. He actually passes over to Ford. Ford, nothing but oxygen, but Scrub finds his way for a wide open three point shot, and it is good. Not a good ball movement there. You really saw the ball flying around. That's how they're going to get back into this game if they really start uh, taking pride in their, in their possessions and keeping the ball moving instead of keeping it on one side of the floor. That's right. It's a 10-point ball game. 61-51. Clippers are down 10 as they're trying to find their way back into this ball game. Brown is going to go ahead and miss the free three-pointer, and here comes forward with the basketball for the Clippers. Definitely have momentum now. These, this Clippers team playing good defense on one end, making shots on the other. Here comes Johnson. Can he get it? He can't. Rebound, Brown. Oh, that's Watford, and the Trailblazers is going to have it. Another uh, open look, and they sink it again. Kobe Simmons from downtown. That was a walk, rhythm, three-point shot with no type of defense. That's a pretty poor defensive possession there from the Clippers, and now they're down 13. Scrub now has it. He tries to answer for the three. He doesn't do it. Uh, C.J. Ellaby is going to go ahead and try to go coast-to-coast with a left-hand layup. No good. And here comes Jay Scrub. Scrub now bringing it. Scrub's definitely the guy in the Clippers that's really pushing the ball up the court every single time down. Might, if they don't have numbers, they'll pull it back, but whatever the case may be, if they don't have numbers, he'll still push the ball up, make the defense, may react to it. There he goes, Johnson. He's going to try to shoot a three. No good. Ford gets another rebound. Ford finds Scrub. Scrub is now going to attack the basket. That should be a blocking foul, and it is. And um, don't think they're going to be in the penalty yet. May take it out of bounds here. But a good attack, and that's what the Blazers, uh, the Clippers need to start doing a little bit more. As they have 20 points in the paint, but they're really shooting 21.4% from downtown right now, shooting at 6 for 28 from three-point land. That's the thing. Their ball movement's been really good this quarter. It's been consistent this quarter, where they're really whipping the ball around, getting advantages on guys um, on this Trailblazers team. But they're selling for jump shots that they haven't been hitting when they could be jab, well, one jab step, one pump fake, get to the rim. Uh, Ford now has it. Seven seconds on the clock. 35 seconds left in the third quarter. Scrub is going to go ahead and take a nice little two-dribble pull-up. No good. Back at the rim. Fareed has it. And Fareed, ooh, hits his uh, elbow on there, but we he feels no pain. <laughs> he jumps right back up. He sure no did. They didn't take one second on the floor. Hit the ground hard. Everyone went, ooh, by the time we were done saying, he was already on his feet. Yes, he was. Shows how much he wants it. 
Uh, 30 seconds here left in the third quarter. Bring the ball to see well, we've had a two for one opportunity, decided not to use it. And I'm sure they were aware of it because of the veteran presence that the Blazers have. We now have a six second differential between shot clock and game clock. See, they pull, take this pull up jump shot, no good, and they're now on, on the break. And here goes Johnson is gonna go ahead and try to take it over, but now there's six seconds on the clock and Ford is gonna go ahead and try to see if he can get a last shot. And he's gonna give it over to Boston. Boston is gonna attack with the left-hand layup. Faree says access denied. And that's gonna go ahead and end the third quarter here with the score of 64 Trailblazers, 51 Clippers. It's a 13-point game. We'll be back here shortly with the start of the fourth quarter. Recap the game for me real quick. I haven't paid attention. <laughs> and now you said that online. <laughs> uh, my fault. <laughs> disregard that. Disregard that. Ever, oh. ever, ever. We are back here with the fourth quarter. I'm joined alongside here with Alicia Solomon joining here for the rest of the game here. As the Trailblazers are enjoying a 13-point lead. And pretty much what's going on here, Emmanuel Moutier is just having his way. Uh, right now he has 14 points, shooting six for nine from the field. And Kobe Simmons is shortly behind him with 11 points. And the Clippers are just trying to find their way back and making it into a single-digit game right now. And I think the last game they had that same issue too, where they were trying to fight back their way uh, going against the Bucks. So it's interesting to see them in the same predicament here tonight and early on in the game where John and I were talking. It was just like finding that pace to see where how they can get to, you know, winning this game. Right. So it's interesting. Let's let's see how this fourth quarter goes. All right, that was no good. And a shot attempt by Hicks. He couldn't tip it in. And the Trailblazers are going to go ahead and have the basketball. And then again, talking about the veteran presence that the Trailblazers have, I mean, they should really be cool, calm, and collected and take this 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 game away. Absolutely. And early on, they were all getting to the rebounds. I feel like coaching had a great impact on them. They, they kind of know how they're moving. Antonio Blakely with a nice little pull-up jump shot from downtown. He knocks it down, and now it's 16-point game, 67-51. The Clippers are down by 16. Let's hope the Clippers make it a little more interesting Absolutely. on this fourth quarter. Absolutely. Boston with an excellent pass down low into Hicks, but it was access tonight once again. Here he goes, a wide-open three-point shot by Coffey. No good. 
Michael Beasley is going to go ahead and grab it, and Blakely is going to go ahead and take control once again. And speaking of Kenneth Fareed, he has 10 rebounds for only three points, and that's a perfect example of somebody that knows their role and stays within their role. Kenneth is an absolute pro in knowing what he's good at, and rebounding is what he's good at. And that's why he's in the league for so long, and I feel like he's finding a space now where he's able to come back possibly coming up this season. Definitely. Johnson for the Clippers misses the three-point shot. Boston gets the loose ball, and he knocks it down and brings it back to a 13-point game. And that's what they need. They need to get that ball in the hole because, you know, they're finding their pace and they're getting their shots, but they're not making them. Absolutely. Yeah, they're not shooting a hot clip from the three-point line, but all it takes is a few to go in a row, and it could change the whole ball game. All you need is one to go in to get that team confidence going. Absolutely. Here goes Beasley. Beasley knocks the threes down sometimes, but not this time, as Coffey's going to go ahead and bring it up for the Clippers. Coffey attacking the rim. He's going to go ahead and get called for the block and foul, and he's going to go ahead and try to shoot two. And that's what you need. If you're not making the shots on the outside, go on the inside and just hammer it on and get those easy layups and, you know, make your free throws. I feel like early on, both teams were making their free throws. Game was kind of slow, but you, that's the ultimate goal. Make your free throws if you're not, uh, you know, hitting an offense. Yeah, no doubt about it. And one thing, too, when you're talking about free throws, one of the, benefit, one of the biggest benefits for a team that is down and is shooting free throws, the clock is stopped. Exactly. And that's what you want. You want time off the clock, just getting more points, but also stopping the flow of the other team so that you can just, you know, kind of bounce back and, and, and get your flow going too. Absolutely. As Coffee does miss the first, Amir Coffee, that is, from Minnesota undrafted. Uh, this is his third year as he misses both. And that's not a good sign. <laughs> I feel like that was a curse that I just gave him. <laughs> not, not the, sure. Not the broadcaster's the, curse. The broadcasting curse was just there <laughs> just now. As Kobe Simmons uh, saw a rolling Kenneth Fareed, and Kenneth Reed was fouled, therefore he couldn't get the basketball. And that's going to be on Ellaby. Nope. That's on Roach. Roach. Mm -hmm. It is on Roach. That's his second. One of the good things, too, I love about the Summer League is they allow 10 fouls, right? The goal is to play. Let's not let them not play, right? right? And uh, I think that's a really good rule that the Summer League implemented as Antonio Blakeney is trying to take the ball to the basket, but he was not able to finish. And here comes Coffee. Coffee with the front hand and jam! Oh, my goodness. Like we said, if you're not shooting the outside, you miss those free throws, you take it inside, and you get the two points. Yeah, Coffee said, take it to the house. M-I-A, take, take it to, to the, the house. house. This is the way we take it to the house. Exactly. <laughs> Michael Bleach now has it. 12 seconds on the shot clock. Beasley, nice little fadeaway. That is something that he loves to do. No good. And here comes Amir Coffee once again. Coffee, I'm sure, is feeling good after that dunk. Let's see what happens here on this possession. It's a 67-56 game as Coffee now shoots a three. No good. A rebound. That's going to be King. That's going to be King with the ball. Blakeney, top of the key. Swings back over to King. George King now. Slows down, takes the two steps, no good. Gets his own rebound, puts up the left hand, no good. He gets his own rebound once again, and he finishes his breakfast this time. Now that's right. Fin finish your food. That's I'm what you got to do. <laughs> you got to finish your food. The breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Was it French toast or eggs? It was cereal. Okay. <laughs> a little soggy. <laughs> right. There goes Coffee. Now has the ball for the Clippers. Eight seconds on the clock, and we're going to have a stop in the play. Didn't see me if I'm going to get a foul. And what I like about this Clippers team is watching it down there, they were talking to each other. 
a lot of the guys, sometimes it's just very much one-sided. In the summer league especially, because this is not a team that's going into the future, you got guys that's just coming in from undrafted situations, from being on NBA teams. And so the guys talking to each other and trying to play as one is one thing that you just love to see here in summer league. Yes, communication is absolutely imperative, especially at that level. And especially when you're talking about a, a crowd that is packed and they're very loud, you would definitely need to have effective uh, communication in order to be successful on the defensive end. Absolutely. As Coffey tries to attack the basket, good defense there by Watford, and he turns the basketball over. And we're going to have a technical foul on Coffey because Coffey says, I did not like that call. He must have said the magic word because he didn't really do much. And he got talked and out. He is out of here, and I wish I was on the floor to hear what he said. Absolutely. I'm sure. <laughs> the magic word was just that because he was so calm just standing there talking to the ref. But it's not what you say. It's not how you say it, but what you say. Absolutely. And he's still trying to antagonize the referee. And at this point, it's just, he yeah. He's trying to get him off the court. Just, you know, call it a night. Get, get Hit the showers. <laughs> you know what, uh, Miami Heat? One of my first Miami Heat games, when somebody fouled out, they played the song all the time. Hit the road, Jack, <laughs> and don't come back no more, no more, no more, no more. <laughs> there he goes. He's hitting that road. He's hitting that strip, I'm sure. <laughs> right. <laughs> Literally. As King knocks down the first of the two free throws for the technical foul, again, Amir Coffee has been ejected with two technicals, two quick technicals. And he was doing so well offensively for them, trying to get them back into the game. Let's see how their offense flows now. Absolutely, because he was doing an excellent job of getting rebounds as well and pushing in transition because he did have seven. Absolutely. Crazy enough, though, just realized that was his, that dunk that he just had was the only field goal that he did make. Wow. Wow. It's a lot to think about after. Um, yep. After Absolutely. <laughs> I, I guess it was a long night for him. Definitely. <laughs> Well, yes, we're looking at these two teams. Uh, the shooting percentage for the Clippers is abysmal. We're looking at 26% from the field at a 19 for 73. Uh, the, the guy that shot the most for the Clippers is Jay Scrub, and he's 3 for 16 from the field and 2 for Yikes. 7 from downtown. Yeah. That is not a recipe for success. I don't think I'm looking at Steph Curry's out here, but you know what? You miss the shots, you don't take. That's true. There goes Watford. Watford <laughs> says, I'm going to go ahead and take, but not make. Because he gets <laughs> fouled, and he's going to go ahead and go to the line for two. Absolutely. And again, free throws. If you can't get create that offense, take it to the hole and make that make that call for the ref and also for the defensive player. Absolutely. Taking the ball to the basket does apply pressure to the referee to go ahead and make the right call. Absolutely. And sometimes, you know, there's definitely some players. We're not going to name names, but I'm sure – you specifically being from New York can know a specific player that knows how to get a lot of calls. What <laughs> are you trying to imply here? <laughs> Trey Young! Oh, excuse me. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Wofford, baby. Okay. okay. Oh, Wofford misses the second free throw and the Clippers now have the ball. Let's see if the Clippers come back here without their... All right, Johnson, yeah, Johnson got a nice little elbow jump shot, was not able to connect. C.J. Ellaby tried to pass it, but he turns up turning it over. Johnson has it now. They got to push it. Absolutely. Scrub looked like he got fouled, but there was no call. I believe that is 
Arturo passes it out to Johnson. He doesn't get it. Waffer skips it ahead over to Colby Simmons as he punches it home and makes a statement. That's what the Blazers do. They have the veteran guys who can just go ahead and make those savvy plays. You see the pass ahead, ahead hit straight to the basket. And, and Coach always says this at a young age, keep your eyes up so you can see what's up. Absolutely. And then if it is up, it is okay. <laughs> As we have another timeout here on the play, it is five minutes and 11, five minutes and 11 seconds left here into this ball game. And the Trailblazers are enjoying an 18 point lead. It is 74-56. We're gonna go ahead and take a quick breather and we're gonna come back and finish the rest of this game. We'll be back after this. Oh, this game was brought to you by Clorox. Kills 99.9% .9 of all germs. Wash your hands, ladies and gentlemen. Wash your hands, COVID is real. And we are back here in the Summer League. Again, very good actions today. This is the last game. This is the nightcap with the Trailblazers and the Clippers. Uh, we got a few NBA, NBA, we got a few LA Clippers sitting down there on the floor with Ty Lue and Paul George and um, Rich Paul is down there as well. Got a, got a few NBA celebs, if you will, yeah. down there enjoying the game. Some action as we all are Summer League. I think that's one of the pleasures of being at Summer League is that Anybody can really, if you're an NBA junkie, this is a place to be. You can just come in, enjoy a game. Not a lot of money, but you can just come in and enjoy games all day. Absolutely. And then, you know, it's good to see these guys supporting their, their, their team, their organization, right? Absolutely. As Jay Scrub now has it, we got six on the clock, and Boston's struggling here. Almost got tipped away. I wonder if he knows what time it is. Whoa, that's an ugly jump shot. He misses it. <laughs> Rebound, King. Again, not mistaken for Curry. Yes, absolutely not. <laughs> As Watford now has it, he's looking to pass it. He gives it over to a wide open CJ Ellaby for three. And the Clippers here, they need to just move the ball around, get their pace. And again, if these outside shots are not hitting, try to create that foul and make it hard on the ref. Well, Scrub now has it onto the corner. He's passing it over to Johnson. Johnson with a nice little pull-up. He double pumps in the air, no good, but an excellent job by Otoro to go ahead and put it up with one hand in it. I like that shot you just rolled on there. <laughs> Muchas gracias. Kobe <laughs> <laughs> uh, Simmons now has the ball, 15 on the clock. Four minutes pretty much to go here in the game. Watford is going to go ahead and nice behind the back play. He gives it over to another wide open. LB, no good. Rebound Boston Jr. and here comes the Clippers. Throw it up there. Again. Hey, how are you? Jam, jam, jam. That is Johnson. Thank you, ma'am. He goes and puts it down with a big time emphatic jam. And that's what they need here. They need to get that flow going with each other. 
Absolutely. And get more points in transition as King tosses down a three splat up. Nothing but the bottom of the net. And he knocks it down and quiets down the crowd really quickly. That was extremely fast. That was probably like 0.5 seconds. But you know what? Clippers can go off the next game and kind of build off of this and see where they went wrong in terms of not shooting the ball well, but then also not passing and, and, and not being aggressive enough. Just take it to the hole. If you, if you don't have that shot, just go inside. That's right. It looks like Roach was trying to attack the basket. And Dribble uh, was actually fouled. Excuse me. Let's be correct here. And he's going to go ahead and take the ball out of bounds with 318 left. And again, in these last 318, you see the team guys that are down there. They're just looking for guys to play hard at the, end, at the end of the game. That's all you want. Absolutely. Here goes Scrub. Quick release. Three ball on the way. No good. And that is going to be person that is new in the game. That's Doyle getting his first minutes of the game. As he gets stripped away, and look at Roach. Roach with a nice little one-handed jam. Looks like a little bit of baby LeBron James there. Um, that was um, a new uh, infant. <laughs> infant LeBron. <laughs> infant LeBron that is. I'm sure he'll take that nickname. <laughs> As Kobe Simmons now has it for the Trailblazers. Kobe Simmons, he's probing around, looking for Trevor um, Watford there. And he ends up throwing it off the legs of the defender. And there is another timeout on the floor. But since we're having so much fun, we're going to go ahead and keep it here with you guys and just talk a little bit about what more to expect from the Summer League, right? So this is just day three. Um, one of the, the big things that the Summer League, or at least the NBA is doing, again, they're trying to emphasize uh, fouls, right? They're trying to emphasize uh, non-shooting or non-natural shooting fouls, right? right? That's, that's one trend that we've been seeing happen a lot where they're just trying to get free shots in a sense and just throwing the ball up and flailing, right? Absolutely. And that's not really good for the game of basketball. I think that's a really good job to really focus on that and correct it, and this is the first step in the summer league. But I think going into this season, because a lot of guys had made their bread and butter in doing that, uh, you know, kicking the leg out, going into to the offensive play when they're going up for the shot, you know, those are the kind of things that can take away from a player, and you have to be accountable for making that shot or not. And I think in summer league here for a lot of these guys who are coming in undrafted or coming in from G League, coming in from overseas, they're coming in from different kind of realms of playing the game. NBA is different. And so you got to understand the rules in going into this. Sometimes you're not going to get those calls, but now going into the season, a lot of these guys may not even make a roster. But understanding that, that they may be getting called up and that ultimately you're going to have to know that player goes up for that shot, he kicks his leg out, that's not a call anymore. you got to play on. Absolutely. Well, if you stick your leg out, you might be called for an offensive foul. And that's how it should be. It, it, absolutely. Keep your legs in, folks. That's, <laughs> that's right. That's, that's the, that's the that's lesson the of the day. That's the rule number one on, on the <laughs> playground you learn is don't kick your, kick your leg out unless you want that leg back. Okay. Hello. All right, back here on the action. 240 left. The uh, Trailblazers again up by 18, 80 to 62. Enjoying a really good lead here. And they still have some of the main guys on the floor, which is great. As King is going to go ahead and swing it over to Brown. Brown turns it over. And Roach now has the ball. Roach. Nice little step back. I mean, step in. Floater, no good. And it's going to stick with the 
No. Go over to the Blazers. It's gonna go to the Blazers. Listen, get the game over with, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Says the official. <laughs> <laughs> Here goes Kobe Simmons as the basketball. Uh, we're still enjoying it. I don't mind yeah, staying we, here we a little can extra. We stay here all night and watch this. Honestly, I'm just joking. That's guys. right. Kobe Simmons, nice little uh, jab step as he takes the ball on the left side, but finishes with his right hand and in. Yeah, Kobe Simmons coming to play again. 15 points, six for 10 from the from the from the field at 60 percent. That is easy math for me. As Doyle is dribbling it, almost turns it over. Doyle with the with the pass over to Brown, the third. That was a big time jump from Absolutely. him. Absolutely. At the end of the game, keep it going. What about, the coffin, and what about the awareness by Doyle with the little tip pass that he did? Yeah, yes. absolutely. Uh -oh. that's, that's the thing. You're still playing the game. And so you see that again where the guys are just passing the ball. You make, you make an assist, the hockey assist. Pass the pass to make the bucket. Yeah, Kobe Simmons gets the pass, uh, gets the steal, gives it over to King, and King gave it over to Watford to go ahead and score. And now it's an 86 to 62 ball game. And this is where we're going to start seeing people start to stop trying as it looks like Otoro is going to go ahead and score that one. Yeah. And again, this is what they call the, the, the dog time over the dead time, mm -hmm. but you still got to do those fundamentals. Oh, access to nice, says Otoro, and here comes the Clippers. Three-point shot. It's actually a two-point. His foot was on the line, but Jay Scrub does knock it down. Absolutely. I, I wonder if this is just, I don't know if it's a me thing, but I feel like it's the majority. The game looks better on a left-handed person, does it not? Does it? Yeah, I feel like they just look so smooth when, like, you look at D'Angelo Russell. Um, is it because we don't see it often? I think that's probably what it is. As Johnson misses the three-point shot for the Clippers, and King is going to go ahead and grab it, corral it, and slow this game down. Absolutely. I mean, it's pretty much. But that's an interesting point there that you have with the left side. I feel like a lot of guys like James Harden, like you mentioned, D'Angelo. I think it's something different because a lot of people aren't left-handed naturally. Correct. As uh, <laughs> this is looking like bad news, bear basketball right now. <laughs> as Jay Scrub puts up the three, it goes in and out, and Kobe Simmons is going ahead and corral it. And it seems like they're going to go ahead and dribble this game out, barring any fouls. It seems that this game is pretty much set in stone. And the Trailblazers are going to enjoy a 20-point victory right off the back of Emmanuel Moutier trying to make his way back into the league with 14 points. And then Kobe Simmons, a young uh, prospect with 15 points and two assists. Absolutely. And coming off of another one from Sunday, these guys are just going, they're vets. They know exactly what to do, how to play this game. And going forward into the summer league, I'm just interested to see they're going to make the championship. You know, like, are they going to get that far? Because they have that, they have championship players on this team. Oh, yeah, they definitely do. They have the experience to go ahead and do the right things to get them to that point. And um, it's going to be an exciting matchup because I want to see them play against one of the top talents um, prospects and see how the prospect handles the veterans and, and see how that game's going to go ahead and transpire. But that's it for us here in the Thomas and Max Center. Again, my name is Kelsley Wilkinson, and joined along by the beautiful Alicia Solomon. Uh, she did an extra job doing my color as I did play-by-play, -play. and the Clippers uh, are going to go back into the locker room and try to figure out how to become better as they just lost by 20. I think they're going to go find coffee on the strip and kind of gathering back it together so they can play the other game. But, <laughs> you know, the, you know, the Clippers, they, they have some guys on there. I feel like the 
the team is going to toss him. I feel like Dante Jones was talking to these guys on the bench, and I think they're going to have an airflow going into you know, the next game. But let's Mo see how they come back. Most definitely. All right, well, that's going to go ahead and wrap it up for us. We're going to go ahead and see you guys back here tomorrow, uh, 6 o'clock unofficially. And uh, we're going to go ahead and bring bring the action back here again. Absolutely. I'm excited. Let's, let's see what tomorrow brings. Absolutely. Well, all right. Again, my name is Kelsey Wilkinson. This is Alicia Solomon. We're signing out. Peace. Peace.